0: Hi everyone, my name is Wayne Heath and welcome to Conversations with Clubway, a podcast about sharing my experiences as an ex gym owner and current business owner. We're at a really exciting time where the UK fitness and wellness market is worth over £20 million. So now really is a great time to start thinking about what you can do to make things better, or even starting your own fitness business if you don't already have one. We talk about topics from retention and driving membership sales all the way through to improving processes in your club and even interviewing the occasional guests. So get yourself comfortable and let's get on with the podcast. Well, Guy, welcome to Conversations with Clubwright and uh, a virtual one. Yes, indeed. Well, we were thinking about getting in a car, driving around the M25 and getting through to Billericay head office and doing all that kind of thing, but covid 19s changed a few things, right? It has indeed, yes. So I'd like to welcome Guy to our session today and our um, discussions, uh, conversations with right? And Guy, you may or may not know, but I will put you right, Guy is uh, the GG Fit expert in retention. We've uh, worked together for quite a number of years. We won't actually own up to how many years because that would be, well, I don't think we really need to, do we, really? <laughs> but put it this way between the two of us, there was a wealth of information. That's all, all our listeners most probably need to know. Indeed. And um, I think now, more than ever before, um, it would be fair to say, it's quite a scary time for business, um, but it, equally an exciting time. And it's kind of some of those kind of questions that I would. Uh, like to explore your mind with today, Guy. If that's okay, uh, explore away, Wayne. Fantastic. Well, here we go. Um, I have a few questions, all written mm-hmm. down on my pad, so it's all here, ready to rock. Okay, cool. And question number one—no joking. Yeah, here we go. So, how do you see retention in COVID nineteen? What's your vision? How do you see it? Um, well, more important than ever, um, yeah. uh,
1: because there. I mean, some clubs are still selling um but the majority are not let's face it so uh you know there's more of a focus than ever on retention which uh, is is a good thing um because people are are you know mainly concerned about one number which is how many members do we have still yes um and i mean in terms of in terms of the the, the core and what we should be doing for retention not a lot of changes it's about engaging with members staying in touch with them communicating with them Yep. Um, I mean, we're probably not doing things like uh, inductions or uh, program reviews, but there's no reason why we shouldn't be inducting new digital members, you know, yes. making sure they're getting on the on the the, the member path or the member journey properly. Um, what we're not focusing on so much is contacting recently absent members, because all of our members are probably recently absent. Yeah, um, <laughs> whether well, they want uh, it to be or not. <laughs> yeah. But there is still, you know, we still should be running reports and looking at uh, where members are at, whether they are still paying or Mm -hmm. in some kind of freeze, by which I mean paying something, whether it's 50% or 5% of the membership just to keep things ticking over. Exactly, Um, Or whether they're suspended. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's about keeping in touch with all those people. And I think the most important thing for member retention, this is something I've been banging on about on on LinkedIn and other webinars and forums, (laughs) is contacting cancellations. Yes, that's a very uh, so, good point. So pe- people are cancelling, regardless um, of whether you have paused membership payments or are still taking membership payments. Yep. Whatever choice, hopefully you've given your members a choice.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and a lot of the big uh, trusts and leisure centres have said, we're, we're pausing payments, we're not going to take any money. Right. Even they are seeing, I mean, I hear numbers, 20%, 30% of members are cancelling. Wow. Um, and that is a great opportunity. It, it, mm. This is a bit negative, but if all those people are cancelling, it's a great opportunity to get in touch with them, find out how they are, reach out to them. Not necessarily, your primary goal is not to get them to rejoin or to to reinstate their direct debit. Cool. It's just to find out how they're doing, to
0: get some yeah. feedback, to show that you care. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the, it's the caring bit, most probably at this point in time, that's so key. Absolutely. Um, And I've seen, you know, obviously so many customers that we have in our business is fundamentally independent gym owners. Yeah. And it's heartening to see how many members are generally wanting to support the gym that they love and they want to go back to and are happy, even though the doors are closed, to carry on paying, you know, which is uh, awesome. It is. I think it's a a massive positive, particularly, as you say, for
1: independent clubs. Um, one of the things I found when I ran independent workshop a few uh, months ago, um, and I went in with, the, you know, you should contact your council members because you should get a feedback and you might get them to change their mind. But the feeling in the room that the main reason that independents particularly contact council members is to show that they care. That, that was the kind of most voted reason yeah. um, on contact and cancellations It's not to get them to rejoin if they do great. It's to get feedback, but but mainly it's just to reach out and show that you do care about members. That to say thank you for the business if they've been a member for a month or you know five years, um, and to find out their own personal stories. Um, At the moment, there's a lot of people who can't afford it. um, Do still need some kind of support.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, They might be cancelling, and you might say to them, well during lockdown or or the pandemic whichever way you want to put it yeah um you know what you can still access our tools or you can still access depending on what you're giving your fully you know exactly but but why not offer them a virtual workout or a program or um you know join in the challenge that we're doing at the moment because a lot of people do need that um mental as well as
0: physical. yeah i think they need that motivation that focus on doing something it's a bit like yes, people may may or may not be furloughed from work, but dare I say it, are they getting up at the same time they used to get up? Yep. Are they getting ready? Or are they doing what, if I look at the amount of emails, and I'm sure you've had the same, mm-hmm. I've had emails from all different clothing companies. I'm not even going to mention who they are because that'll be yep. bad, bad. But they're all trying to sell me lounge gear. They're obviously expecting me just to be lounging around doing nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yep, absolutely. It's just <laughs> hilarious, really. But um, it is. yeah, yeah. You need to be in a, in a good habit, don't you? I think that's yeah. a key bit. But I think there's an important point there on
1: communications. and I might—I don't know if I'm jumping the gun on what's on your pad. But.
0: Well, my, my next question then, man, let's, let's just hold on. that a second then. <laughs> so what is key in any fitness business right now from your point of view? That Would that lead into that question quite nicely? Um,
1: so yeah. So communicating, um, yes. C- picking up the phone, not getting on a zoom call. There are other things that, although we're on a zoom call now, um, <laughs> yeah. this, this still works. Okay? Yeah, does it? Oh, okay, um, That's yes. <laughs> um, And that is the best way to contact your cancellations yeah. in my mind. You have, you have a proper conversation with them. You're not sending them an email saying, sorry to see you go. Or, or one better than that, a survey. Why are you going? Yeah. Yeah. I think we know the reason for that. Um, it's having a conversation with those members. Um, but rewinding back to like bulk communications, if you're a, a club with 500 or 1,000 members, you, even if you haven't furloughed all your staff, you can't ring them all each week. So email um, is, is the, probably the first point of call. But people's um, email inboxes are being hit hard by of um, Sports Direct, amongst others, saying, exactly. hey, you come and buy our dumbbells. Yeah. <laughs> if you, you won't mention them, I will. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of... There's a lot of um, uh, email traffic. Um, open rates generally have gone down. Mm-hmm. Um, and unless you already had good open rates for your newsletters and other email comms you were sending, if you do yep. that, you're probably doing all right still. Um, but sending an email, I, I know quite a few clubs and organizations who've sent that email saying, We're closing, we're not taking yeah, yeah. money, or, or we are. Yeah. Um, and then been surprised that not everyone opened it and read yeah. it killer freeze. yeah it just but but that's that's a fact you know open rates in the fitness industry generally on email are around 20 percent. so one in five will be opened that's interesting um, okay in normal times right so sending that one email it's a good start Mm -hmm. send it again to the people who didn't open it a day or two later you'll get a few more but then you need to look at other communication channels you can put the same kind of information on your facebook page or your instagram or whatever else depending on whether it is public information you want to be putting out or if it's private if you've got a private facebook group you might do it like that um but look at text um and then look at letters direct mail was very successful um the one of my favorite quotes is on your 100th birthday you'd be disappointed if the queen sent you an email (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. So, saying, um, yeah, there's
1: still a place for postcards and
0: letters yeah, absolutely um, even more since gdpr came in because people are not expected to see so much post through the door it gets exactly. noticed
1: yeah and if you got a postcard from your gym saying we miss you yeah we're we're still closed but and i think that's going to be a big thing for reopening i, I think a lot of clubs should be sending you know should be splashing out on a few stamps yeah um Or if you're going to do it to your entire member database, go through a mailing company and you can get, you know, get get postcards out for 50p each, something like that. Yeah, because
0: it's kind Um, of a bit of, in a way, I mean, I've seen a few people write about this already in LinkedIn and other things that we both obviously get involved with. But it is going to be very much like a reopening, isn't it?
1: You know, you've got
0: got clubs that you can see from a retention point of view from that subject matter today. Mm -hmm. I can see... People that have got a good process and will continue to go through those processes and most probably are still in this current situation thinking out the box, which is fantastic. Yeah. But there's an awful lot of people have no idea about any real process retention, and actually how simplistic a lot of it can be without having to do too much. You can make a big difference. That's right. Um, and
1: uh, I have people people might find this weird, but I think I think the simpler the better. Um, hmm. in terms of retention processes um, but it does need to be a process and it does need to be something that you're working on you know every month every week m- maybe even for consistently of always doing yes. yeah 100 absolutely and you know when we come out of lockdown um i, I think some things if, if you do have some members that are paying in full and some members that are maybe frozen or suspended um from an economic point of view, some of those people are, want, are going to want to carry on being frozen for another month or two. So you need to think about how long you let them do that. Um, but also, there will probably be social distancing um, yes. and there will be restricted uh, hours or uh, booking and opening time. Of course. And if you've got these three categories already, you might be splitting your communications and saying to the yeah. people who are paying in full, look, you can come back in the day we open. If yep. you have suspended, then I'm not saying you're second class, but, but you've, you've got some segments there already. Yeah. Um, but knowing, uh, as I say, some people will still want to be suspended or, or yeah. frozen for you know, a month or two or three because
0: they won't be able to afford to come back. And it's how you deal with that new norm of people's um, genuine desire to want to get fit. Exactly. And it was a, a fabulous article, again, I saw today on uh, health club management. Mm-hmm. literally you most probably might have seen the same thing as this, this morning where yeah. someone a professor was happily telling the world that if you were a lot fitter you're in a far better state to fight disease yeah um and, and nothing I
1: see, I see those things being shared <coughs> and i'm 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 a, I'm a little bit yeah no uh, no surprise sherlock
0: yeah exactly you know uh there is no I, but surprise see those messages right I think so, and it's. I think it's also great when I look outside the front of my house in the morning to see more people running by there yep. than I've ever seen before, and obviously a lot less cars, which is also a good thing.
1: That's right. Yeah, the number number of uh, friends who've shocked me by joining Strava and yeah. um, you know drawing various pictures on around the local parks and things like that is it's 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 brilliant. It's really refreshing. it is actually it
0: is actually refreshing. So there is a whole load of good out of this, and that kind of leads me into the next question, away okay. because from um, any business point of view systems are going to be key um Mm. what kind of things do you think not necessarily the systems we know there's a great system on board and we're not even going to mention the name because we could talk about it here and now but we're not going to worry about that but in terms of more the point is what what are you expecting systems to be able to do that are going to be useful that's most probably the key things what can the system do
1: um so i mean it'll be uh I think it'd be the, 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 the same kind of stuff that we have been doing, but mm-hmm. but um, you know, if if we can simplify things like automation and triggers, which, uh, you know, in the most part have hopefully been turned off. I mean, hopefully yep. you're not still triggering messages to people who've been uh, or not been for 45 days. Yes. He <laughs> joined four Sending months ago and months still getting reminders. the welcome messages. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's, I think it's understanding what people want. Yes. Um, if, if clubs are following our advice and having more conversations with members um you know we will understand our members better coming out the other side that so there will be um the right kind of triggers in place they will be simple we'll be able to monitor them and measure them um which that's kind of a a, a core of what we do at Fit. sending messages out is pretty straightforward and simple to be honest showing what difference they've made that's the interesting thing for us of course um it helps whether it's helping an instructor to um deliver better inductions because of the feedback they're getting um or helping a pt to ultimately you know hit a certain number of uh, welcome sessions and therefore sell more pt further down the line and helping them to follow up those all all those
0: um interactions and Um, kind of creating like the The member journeys, which I'm obviously very passionate about, is that, you know, you can have a different journey for a prospect and a different journey for a member. And as we've Mm -hmm. always discussed countless times, but the one thing I think is key, and I'm sure hopefully you'll agree, is that you know what that journey is going to be. Mm-hmm. and it's not overcomplicated. It might actually just be six communications over a period of 12 months. Yes. But the outcome is where you want that customer to be feeling about your business, and I think that's really important. That's right. And uh, yes,
1: yeah, so th- and that, that would be a standard journey. And again, like I said, I want to keep it simple. But of course. if that, that's your standard journey, that hopefully more than half, or the, let's say the majority, it might only be 40% the majority, there yeah, might yeah. be you know, five or six other versions of it. But ideally, there's two or three. Um, but when people drop off that, how do we get them back on or or what other journey do we get them back on and I think that's one of um that 's one of the changes that probably come about with with digital um and I think we'll need to work harder at retaining digital members yes um, and giving them nudges to just to keep them engaged um, mm-hmm. so uh but yeah that i I hope that what we will learn is more about our members and yeah. more about what they want um and uh yeah th- th- just just um
0: and i think it's, it's kind of that kind of leads quite nicely into um my my fourth question actually because okay. if you look at say uh i mean the question i was going to ask you guy was so you know, what do you do with someone who has not been seen in the club for four months that's that always that danger period yep. now whether they're physical people yep. or virtual for want of a better word person i.e they enjoy, They might be enjoying your online facilities mm-hmm. if that's what you continue to do yeah it's still um, that key point isn't it you haven't seen them for four months so that's quite dangerous now so what's your recommendations there it is and the you know the the, um, the, the, the standard thought is you know don't
1: contact sleepers don't wait the sleeping dogs this kind mm-hmm. of thing i will always try and push a club Normally, you know, against the the, the chief exec or, or chief financial <laughs> officer's w- wishes, okay. no. to, to keep <laughs> contacting people as long as possible because that's yep. the ethical thing to do, that's the right thing to do. But start contacting them at week three, not at month six yeah. or month four, as you put it, Wayne. Um, but uh, yeah, all bets are off at the moment. Um, and I think when I talked earlier about that big cancellation figure, um, a lot of the people that have cancelled. Um, regardless of what kind of club it is, have either got that message and um, haven't been for six months and have gone, oh, yeah, I'll cancel that. Or they've not got the message and yeah. thought, oh, I must cancel that, otherwise they're going to take my money. Yeah. Um, but getting in touch with dormant members, I think if you've got a good online offering, um, whether that's workouts or classes, whether it's in your app, whether it's going, look, we've got all of Les yeah. here, or whether you're just running a challenge to see who can do the most Joe Wicks, um, which is not clearly not your content, but if that's something that is helping your members, then um, put that out there, um, engage with those members, even though they've not been for a while. Um, because if if you've got something digital, then you want to put it in front of them because I it think might so. engage them, might bring them back in. Some are going to cancel. Um, but the other thing that um, a lot of the clubs I'm talking to are now starting to get turned on about is, okay, we've got this great online offering. We're doing whatever boot camps or we've got this challenge running or there's a just a, something simple like a workout of the day. I've seen yeah, yeah. Um, a, a big university uh, um, sports centre that we work with Wow. One of the instructors is doing uh, just dip, you know, tricep dips on a chair in his back yeah. garden. Simple stuff with no equipment. The, the, the facility they've got is like a 300-piece gym. Techni- it's just one of the most amazing gyms wow. I've seen, and they've got um, Lawrence in his back garden doing dips on a chair really? and press ups on a chair, and it's going,
0: it's going off on Instagram. It's brilliant. I can well and, believe, and it's because it's engaging the members at a different level, actually a very personal level as well. Yes, yes, and my point there is.
1: Don't just contact your members. You'll have a bunch of diehards mm-hmm. who are doing those exercises or doing those classes or yeah. you know, just mad about Les Mels, which is brilliant. Or they'll all have my own belts on or, and running around the block with their Fitbits like me. Um, <laughs> they'll be back in the club the day you're open will. anyway. Absolutely. It's the ones that um, are less engaged or more on the periphery that you need to try and engage with. But the other part is you've got a long prospect list. You've also got a massive ex-member list if you've been open more than a year or two. yeah, You want to be hitting all of them with this online content and whether you're, it's obviously a business decision. whether you're giving it away for free at the moment during lockdown or whether it's, you know, you need to pay this to access it. Well,
0: so that's interesting. So you might be giving, I mean, I've got a, a number of clients that are telling me a not dissimilar story is that with an existing member who's still paying them, yeah. they are giving it free. But their existing members are telling other people who are not members. Right. But actually, I'm really enjoying this stuff. Do you realise what my gym's doing? Yeah. Oh, no, that's quite cool. Then they're starting to pay for it.
1: Yep. Absolutely. I was on a I was on a boot camp with a uh, client of mine. So she yep. runs she runs a boot camp um, locally in Wokingham, and I've been coaching her for a little while. Um. And she did she does does this Sunday morning free boot camp. Oh, okay. And she broke her Zoom license on Sunday morning. Wow. Because she had over ninety nine people on it. I say broke Did her she? license. She had Yeah, but eight, she has a high limits 100. over hundred, isn't it? Yeah. She's now thinking, Could I get five hundred people on my Sunday morning boot camp? Um, yeah. I mean actually she probably had close to two hundred. There were four of us doing it
0: in our lounge. That's fantastic. Um, and, that's, so, and that's the other thing, isn't it? It's engaging for a lot of people.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, yeah, my missus I-, I was surprised, but Tracy enjoyed it and said we should do that again next time. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay, fine.
0: And I think that's a it's a new it's a new level which kind of leads on to our Uh, Fifth question, really, and saying that, what are we going to be? What would your best advice? Because you know, let's be fair. There may, sadly, let's be honest with each other. There may be one or two businesses that might, sadly, whatever types of business they are, that might not reopen, might not survive. That will. There's no doubt about it. Equally, there's a whole load of people that are going to recharge their batteries, Mm -hmm. think about some of this time, making good of it, and come out of it uh, in a better way when they open up the doors. Uh, it's a bit like I remember an article many years ago saying that most entrepreneurs and business owners are better second time round. Yes. And there's an element of that that I totally and utterly see right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, kind of on that note, what would be your best advice for someone who is in, a, a, in a essence, going to reopen or relaunch? Um,
1: so, uh, I, I mean, back to back to process. Mm. You've got to have a process for that we don't know what if you if you know what that is already then you've jumped the gun right because because (laughs) we don't know how we're going to be able to reopen yet but having some ideas about that and as i say things like um if you've got a few members who've been paying extra you might be starting well i know some clubs are already starting to think about how they repay them whether it's with a a membership at the end or whatever else you think about that but before that you're probably gonna have to think about do you let them in first um, are, are they in some kind of priority queue? To- That's a nice idea. Yeah, so I like that idea. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then how you're handling taking people off suspension or off freeze mm. or whatever it is and having some kind of, Wayne, we're going to we're, we're start taking your direct debits again next month. It'll be on the first of the month. Um, is that okay? Text back one to accept or yep. two to say, no, I need to freeze another month. Of course. Um, so things like that are important. Um, in terms of growing the business, though, it's looking at the digital offering. Um, yeah. I believe that, well, I mean, it's clear that digital, we've, we've been um, dragged, some clubs kicking and it, screaming. It was happening TV. anyway.
0: It's just happened a whole lot quicker.
1: It was. We've just had to put the accelerator down and get out of first gear at last, Absolutely. which is brilliant. Yeah, um, yeah. But I think, or I hope, that the digital offering will engage with more people. And I I think the clubs that are successful at it won't try and upsell everyone onto a bricks and mortar club membership. Yeah. So there'll be people who are happy with digital and whilst it is seen as maybe a lead channel to come in yeah. to, to a full club membership, it won't be for everyone. That- so there'll be people that you, you don't leave behind, but people who are quite happy having mm. a digital membership, doing a class a week when they miss one, doing it on catch-up yeah. um, and, and engaging in that way. If you then want to upsell them a come in and do a metabolic balance on the uh, yeah, meter scales or whatever it is once a month, then brilliant. Because yeah. um, that, that just raises the kind of engagement and raises the stickiness, I think. Uh, because otherwise, retention of the digital member is going to be harder.
0: Yeah, but I think, like you said, for me, I'm, I'm totally in agreement with you. And I do think this online revenue stream is going to be a new revenue stream. hmm I think it's going to, if you go back to, like you mentioned, bricks and mortar. I remember as being an ex-gym owner years ago, me and my wife and I, when we had our gyms, is that there was always going to be a whole raft of people you were never going to get over your threshold. They're never going to come, never going to come. But I know now, speaking with friends and people I'm speaking to and people I know, is that Mm -hmm. we've got a whole load of people now who would still never go across that threshold. No, that's right. But suddenly found in between work times they might work at home anyway so there's nothing new for them mm-hmm. they've now can jog something into childcare and school times and everything else yeah guess what they have suddenly you haven't got to worry about the question of facility maybe as much as you might have thought it was you've suddenly got this whole new revenue stream of people that would never come to see you but now think you might be quite an attractive opposition absolutely yeah
1: um, and the the, <coughs> other, the other retention angle on it uh-huh. Um, which I don't know if you thought about yet, but when people are cancelling because they don't have time, they can't afford it, they... Uh,
0: exactly right. Like I know where you're going to go with this one. Like, yeah. Okay,
1: well, let's drop you down to the online. In fact, I'll tell you what, I'll give you the online membership for the next month, and we'll see how you get on with that. And yeah. now that, that that's where you've got to be in, incredibly sticky. Um, and you 've got to really nail the you know are you turn i'm i 'm calling you i'm i 've got you on facebook and i 'm calling you for the live session here we are there 's going to be yeah, some yeah. of us on it um and you get a weight management meeting or group to attend or, or whatever else it is but it 's it 's those offerings that will um help save members and again i don 't think it 's necessarily going to be to get people to come back into the club mm-hmm. it 's to say, look here is something that we can um still offer you because you've quoted these things as reasons um, and it's yeah uh, i don't a, a big <clears> one <throat> like the, the classic reason for leaving go on oh you, you know what people put in lever surveys the, the most popular one have a guess um i've moved house yeah moving away it's like okay Move what moving away from the internet I don't think so exactly <laughs> um, and that's one of the things that heidi heidi saw on her um uh, boot camp at the weekend was people yeah. log, people logging in from switzerland people logging in from manchester her daughter exactly. from Manchester on lockdown yeah. and she was then giving shout outs to people she was kind of running the session with, and saying oh you know wayne wayne's yep. here wayne's yep. here because of guy well done guy for bringing wayne and just yeah. kind of connecting people like
0: that because at the moment that's kind of that's really important for people. exactly and i think that new norm has been set that new level of communication has been set i think yep. there's business owners out there uh, myself excluded because i've always done that look at that transient opportunity to work remotely where possible with the whole team but what i can see now is that's a lot of business going to go well actually do we need these big offices do they all need to be here all of the time mm-hmm. can there be more balance in family work time could be some exciting times going ahead i really do think so Definitely, will. But as I say, the, the businesses that come out of this well, yeah. um, we're, you know,
1: will will do really well, um, and you know that sh- that there'll be a big focus on sales again. And there's lots of, of discussions on on a lot of forums about you know whether uh, you know the big budget gyms are going to do better than leisure centres and who's going to steal whose members and whatever else. Yeah. But but as you say, Wayne, that there's we're going to tap into more of the population, and I think the fitness industry. I think this is the way
0: we get beyond the 15 percent yes um, yes god willing exactly exactly yeah. so in summary we've covered an awful lot just now haven't we i mean we we've have, been talking yes. for over 30 minutes so it just oh, proves okay. we can't stop talking <laughs> <laughs> as always so in essence what we're saying here is that great communication is key yep having a process if you haven't already got a process is it is critical yeah but a simple process Exactly. Simple process, having yeah. that in place, making sure that you are looking to the future so that this p- period in time where it may not be as busy as you'd like and you've run out of walls to paint in the gym ready to reopen, it's about how you're going to pay for everything when they come back and getting people back engaged and absolutely not ignoring the new stuff that's coming in. So online is new to many people mm-hmm. and it's moved just like that to a point where i think even my 10 year old knows that zoom has now become a household name yeah yes. so yeah. i'm going to speak to my friends on zoom daddy where's can you log me in yes. that's pretty cool oh, not, a, <laughs> not, not at the moment i'm interviewing guy <laughs> exactly yeah we don't need the bandwidth to drop now thank no, you that's right. <laughs> but i think that's that's been great we've learned a lot between the two of us and i'm looking forward to uh sharing this out with uh, everyone else very shortly Good. Well, yeah, thanks thanks, thanks for the opportunity, Wayne. Absolute pleasure. Thanks so much. We'll, we'll meet very soon. I look forward to it. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks so much, Kai. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. We want to help as many business owners as we can in this podcast. So remember to share it with your friends and let us know what topics you would like us to talk about next. See you next time.